going on, guys? It is Sam here from the Nuance and Nonsense Podcast. Welcome to episode one. Welcome. We decided to name the podcast Nuance and Nonsense because Sam and I really love, him and I are, we're both talkers, so I think we're both great for podcasts because we both love to talk. And we love to discuss nuanced topics, so we find the nuance in really everything. Um... We can all, there's, nothing's ever black and white. There's always kind of a gray area of there's good things and bad things and things you learn from certain situations and we love to find the nuance, but we also want this to be a fun place where we can just shoot the shit and be, talk about nonsense and just be silly as well. So we decided to call it nuance and nonsense and we also plan to have interesting people on and interview them. Um, Sam is a really good interviewer and I think I'm a good interviewer. I was a journalism major, so I have some experience with it as well. So, um, Some of the topics that we plan on covering each week that we do this talk show type episode are tech, music, health, fashion, pop culture, and self-improvement and psychology kind of as a, as a sixth topic there. So um, let's get it started with number one. For our first topic within tech, Bill Gates and Elon Musk have somewhat of a little beef going, basically. So, uh, you know, the type of beef that big shot tech CEOs get into. So it's not, you know, not the type of beef that uh, happens in other areas of our culture. But basically, Bill Gates said that he doesn't think that electric trucks are a viable uh, option to replace, you know, gasoline power trucks, basically, because the batteries required to power a truck to go a long distance with a ton of cargo the, the batteries themselves would be really heavy and really big so it would take up space that the cargo um, could use so Bill Gates thinks that their alternative fuel is the sort is the answer and not <clears throat> electric trucks whatever so Bill Gates said this in an interview and then um, somebody tweeted at Elon Musk this was yesterday. Somebody tweeted Elon Musk. I think this is a random guy, Richard Pena. He said, good day. What's your opinion about Bill Gates' declarations referring to electric trucks? Elon Musk responded four words. He has no clue. Which I thought was awesome. <laughs> I feel like Bill Gates, this is me going into like conspiracy theory land. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, but I feel like he is saying this because he's got special interest in certain things but he is he is making his own electric car now isn't he is he i heard that but he might i don't know i think he's like elon's competition now i don't know but i like when i (laughs) i'm reading this article on cnn business so it's not the first time they got into beef because in february elon tweeted that he had conversations with bill gates and he found them underwhelming (laughs) <laughs> so it's just classic Elon, dude. Elon found Bill Gates underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. The guy looks underwhelming. I mean. Yeah, I mean Elon is. <laughs> I don't know. Elon is, I think, kind of a next level genius than anyone else, pretty much. I mean, they're know. all so much Bill smarter Gates is and more successful too, I mean, than me. So yeah, yeah. who am I even? Yeah, I'm not one to judge anyone. It's just a funny thing. Elon's right? just so funny. Like. Yeah, I just like that about him. 
Yeah. Yeah, I like that he's really... Um, he doesn't take it seriously. Yeah, my friend the other day, her and I were talking about... I had put a story on my Instagram. And, you know, that whole, like, rant that I did while I was walking Layla? Mm-hmm. Um, and I... She was like... She slid into my DMs and was like, this was so insightful and entertaining. Like, I loved this. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to be more myself on Instagram stories and just not so serious. Like, I don't always have to be, like, this perfect blogger kind of person. I can be, like, I literally had, like, purple shampoo in my hair. And I was just, like, telling, like, an outrageous story. Or at least I thought it was outrageous. (laughs) I don't know if it was that outrageous. But... Um, and she was like, yeah, I wish more people would be less buttoned up on social media. And I, that's so true. I feel like that's why TikTok has become a huge app because people are really craving that just funny content. Like yeah. we take ourselves so serious on social media and that's not what social media was ever supposed to be. Like back when us kids were all on Facebook, it was just this fun place to be stupid and post dumb pictures and like where we could all actually be social and now it's like this like weird space where we all have to have like this curated feed and everything's got to be on brand and like people just take it way more serious than it is you know yeah, so i completely agree i completely agree so i like elon leading from the front in that regard and you speaking of tiktok we can hop into our second topic which has to do with tiktok so Within music, we thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit about um, the TikTok partnership with United Masters, their music distribution company. They just signed a big deal with TikTok. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know more about TikTok yeah. than I do. But it's, <laughs> Not it's, much. It's, I'm it's, still learning. Yeah, but, there's a lot um, going on with it, right? Miley Cyrus kind of let the cat out of the bag when she was on Joe Rogan's podcast and she was like yeah I mean TikTok is like now a record label and those kids that are like in the clout house and like 17 19 20 years old are making so much money because they get paid when a new song comes out they get paid to make videos to it so everyone that thought TikTok was just like super I mean I felt weird posting on TikTok um, it felt like this kitty, like weird thing to do, but those kids are making way more money than all of us now, you know, because oh, yeah. they're, I mean, they wipe their ass with my fucking annual salary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are like, this is serious. These are rec- huge record labels are relying Can you on. Think about that though. I mean, <laughs> they wipe their ass with the amount, you know, they, they make a video 15 seconds long. They make a video. And they make more money. Going like this. They make more money than I make in a year of working 40, 50 hours a week. Going like this. They make more money. Yeah. <laughs> Some underage girl in a crop top, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. Know. It's so crazy. I always, like, when so I, when I started TikTok recently, you know, I was scared to do it at first because, like, oh, China controls it, whatever. I started recently because I feel like, I don't, what do I have to hide, right? And... I feel like so much of my feed is like girls who I don't know if they're 18 or not, but they maybe they're not, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what is this? Like, that's what that, I don't know if that's just because I'm a man and that's what they're trying to feed me or something. But that's a lot of when I go through, maybe because I just started, they haven't got the algorithm, but I'm like, why is it so many like 18, 19 year old girls? 
like dancing in my feeling. This is kind of weird, you know? Yeah. It's also what you watch. So if you quit watching 18 Gone Girls. No, but I, I don't even go on there. But when I first started the account, that's what it started. Yeah, saying. I mean, they're definitely like. But then you're right because the that, most yeah. common people, like the. Mo- I'm not a pervert. <laughs> I can't let that the, be. The target audience, mm-hmm. like of TikTok, it's still very young, so yeah. like it's not. Well, and I think they're older people are getting on it, but I mean, the most people using the app are yeah. younger that have more followers. Well, I think it asked me what's your gender or something male. That's why I feel like right away they're like, oh, here's a bunch of girls, you know. Yeah, block those accounts. Yeah, I don't even like looking at it because it's like not just I don't like looking at the girls, but like looking at the feed, the for you, because you're the only person I follow. Mm -hmm. So if I go to following, it's literally just you and me, right? But the for you, if I'm the only person you follow, maybe it tries to show you people like me. (laughs) It might, yeah. Um. But it's a it's a crazy app though, man. I, I like it, but it really this, it once you start interacting with videos, it really will tailor your feed very easily to like because I will start watching a lot of videos of like homeless people in their car, and then I get like all these homeless people in their car like videos, and then I'll start watching. It knows that specifically. That that's why I'm like, how does it? Does it have an AI that can recognize? I mean, it must. It, yeah. It, like it can like. Image like image uh, analysis, you know what I'm saying? It's a pretty like new technology. Or but maybe just the words it. in like the video. The words in the caption, mm-hmm. or, or the words spoken. In the video, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they have the technology to like. But it it also all really weirdly like I was looking up googling certain um, like. like things and then it was showing me videos of that like very specifically so that happened to me so speaking of the music stuff like I went into Apple Music and I was going to the I guess it's for you on Apple Music as well that's how I find some new songs because I don't go on the blogs as much anymore I don't have time and like the first one on there was this new song by Sada Baby who's like he's one of these Detroit rappers that I love I feel like this is kind of related to it because it's we're talking about music we're talking about TikTok but he has this song, he has this song that came up as the first song in my For You on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I put this song, and I was like, oh, this song's funny, I like it, blah, blah, And it like starts out like, oh, it's fun. It's, it's a funny song, I, I forget what it's called, but he did that. So I found that song, and I was like, man, this song's dope. And then I put the song to a video in my like Instagram, like a song, a video of me skating. This is all before I even started my TikTok account. Then I opened my TikTok account, and that song is like a viral song on TikTok, and they're showing me videos of that song. And I'm like, dude, how do they know that I'm... Mm-hmm. Maybe because I linked my Instagram or something, or well, and, if it's like, just viral. It just it just kind of freaked me out, but it was also very like illustrative of the how the music is getting promoted through TikTok. I think it's weird, too, because... Like, on Instagram, I follow, like, I will look at a lot of, like, Selena Gomez or, like, the Hadid's, like, weird celebrity posts. Like, somehow I go down the rabbit hole there, and Mm. TikTok will show me, like, Selena Gomez, like, themed things. Yeah. And they definitely know I'm into conspiracy theories, like, because they keep showing those. So, it's... Yeah. It's getting weird for sure but there's a lot of people that are like popping off now and becoming 
pop stars from their song on TikTok. Um, what's that one? Not Justin Derulo. Someone has like an old, someone that was like famous when we were in high school. Jason Derulo, maybe? Mm -hmm. I think he um, came out with a song. I'm right <laughs> I, I think he has a song right now that's I wish we could play music on famous on TikTok and so he's like popping off again and like Doja Cat that's how she got really big like there's a bunch of stars that are like entering through the scene from TikTok which is super interesting is. I think yeah yeah it's cool I, I mean I don't know technology is changing so quickly so so do you want to bring up this third topic with health yeah, so um, now we're going to jump into sort of a health topic. Um, within the health, I mean, we can, I guess, talk about mental health, but this is also with physical. It's like physical and mental tied together. Um, <laughs> nuanced. We're nuanced nonsense. Yeah. Um, so there's that the body positive movement. And a lot of people, when they start talking about, um, they used to say this with magazines, you know, like you see the girls in the magazines and they make you feel not beautiful or they make you feel um, like not skinny enough because yeah. it's all fake. It's all photoshopped, right? But now we're living this on like a much bigger scale that's like toxic to our mind because we've got these things in our pockets that we're addicted to and we can't get away from it. It's no longer just a magazine under your bed. It's this thing that we carry around yeah. all day. And it's like we do business in it. We buy groceries on it. We, you know, mm -hmm. it's like everything. And so, yeah, and I it's agree. It's much more like in intertwined in your life. Yeah, it's how you meet people. It's how you stay connected how we with met. friends. It's Tinder. Yeah, we yeah. are a Tinder success We've been on that, and so it's, yeah. So, um, but, but yeah. What I wanted to talk a little bit about that, because that movement of, like, us having more awareness for this, because that's a really real thing. Like, I felt that. Like, com comparison is the thief of joy. We all have struggle with comparison, and social media makes this so hard. Um, but with that, there's been kind of a solution that comes in, for a lot of people and they say just unfollow anyone that makes you feel you know not good about yourself or um, just completely like delete all of those accounts out of your life um, you know unfollow the celebrity unfollow like and I think that that is when you're working on healing yourself that that may be something that you need to do yes I totally agree with that but I think it's more nuanced than it's that. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach with anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's some people who are probably so caught up in that that it's like they need to throw their phone in the Mississippi River. You know what <laughs> For I mean? a bit. Yeah. But like you can't but live you can't, life like that. Yeah, right, right. So I want to discuss the aspect of like you can't run away from your problems and it's you have to really get to the root of the issue. So why is it that you're not feeling like good enough um, because we you're gonna walk by like you can't you yeah. can't control life so the world you're gonna walk by a beautiful girl one day and like 
you might get jealous, but you can't just turn around every time you see a beautiful girl or there may be like a really, a girl that you're extremely jealous of that you work with and you can't get away from her. So if we're not like working on the, I'm just worried that some people aren't working on the root of the problem and that's something I've been working on. So whenever I see someone that makes me feel jealous, I sit there for a second and I'm like, okay, wait, why? Is it because like I want to, like she travels all the time and I want to be able to do that more? Instead of unfollowing her, I take a mental note or even write it down and I'm like, this person went here. Like, let's make a plan to be able to travel there someday. Um, and I try to turn that jealousy into inspiration. Um, and jealousy is a normal emotion that everyone goes through. And I heard this on some podcast, I can't remember, but there's a difference between jealousy and envy. And like envy is when you start like hating the person. And it's okay to have jealousy. Just don't ever let it turn into envy. And just accept that jealousy is just like anger is a normal emotion. It's how you deal with it that matters. Um, it's your reaction and not letting it completely make you feel like crap and learning to really love yourself for who you are, your unique self. Because there's always going to be people that are prettier and smarter and more successful, but learn to love who you are and what you bring to the table because I'm sure whoever that is, we all have like, that's what makes us human is that we're so unique in our yeah. way. Yeah, that brings up a lot of thought for me. Because, <clears throat> like I said, it's just, can't do a one-size-fits-all approach. And I think part of the reason that we might have uh, some difficulty with this idea of cut out everything that makes you uncomfortable, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, not just with health and body image, but, like, this applies to political views. And, you know, if you are choosing to, like, censor everything that disagrees with you and especially it's right now we're in a pandemic so most of your interaction for a lot of people is going to come through the internet in one way or another whether it's mm -hmm. group zoom meetings for church or twitter battles with keyboard warriors you know and so but if you're if you silence if you decide to silence everything that, that you disagree with i don't know how you how you could know that your ideas are good because you have to test an idea. The idea has to be put to the test with disagreeing and other opposing views, which is like, or you and I always do that with each other. Like you might say something, I'm like, yeah, but do you think about this? And you're like, oh, but do you think about this? But that's, that's how you kind of test out an idea, you know? Or if you look at an opposing view and get instant like rage and anger, then that's like, not good because then I mean, yeah. it comes back to kind of what you were talking about on your stories the or your Instagram the other day how like if you're letting someone else control your feelings throughout the day then someone else has control over you and you're a puppet yeah. if, if just seeing one picture on your feed can instantly make you feel mad or triggered triggered yeah. then someone else has control over you so that's normal for that to happen, but it's like we've got to get to the root of the problem before that can ever be healed and get better. Because yeah. it can slowly get better. Yeah, because, you know, like everything everything has its extremes. So 
I think it's good that people can have a safe space if they need that. Like I'm mm-hmm. fine with that existing, but the world is not safe mm-hmm. in terms of, I mean, in any, in any which way, but in terms of you being offended, you will be offended. You will be hurt. You will be called names. doesn't matter who you are. If you're a man, woman, a circle, I don't care. You know, any skin color, you're going to be offended. Your people are going to be mean. And that's the reality that you have to deal with. But if you create a whole virtual reality through social media that is safe and then you get someone who disagrees with you, it's going to mess you up because you have this fake image. Brings me to another health topic, kind of within the health topic, because when I was doing the carnivore diet, I was only eating steak, you remember, and I became tribal with my diet. and Dogmatic. Yeah. Where you thought um, it was like the best way. Yeah, and I, the opposite of this carnivore diet, obviously, is a vegan diet where you eat no animal products, which Carter, you eat all animal products. And um, I don't think, I just don't think things have to be that extreme, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to block everyone who disagrees with you, but I don't think you have to seek out everyone who disagrees with you either. I mean, there's a balance, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just what we were just saying, there's a little nuance. You know, some people need that. Some people are in a, are so traumatized or hurt, cyber bullied, and they need that completely safe place. And for them, I would recommend just get off social media. Yeah, me personally. Sometimes you need that happened to me. That literally happened to me. Remember? Mm -hmm. And I was getting so worked up with what was happening in the news. Yeah. And with COVID, and you know. I had to stop looking at the news. And I, so I don't even know what's going on anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm a better person, I would say. Yeah, it's... Um, it's a very nuanced topic. Because I, I think the pendulum swings too far. Like, it'll go too far this way, and then too far this way. And it's like, you know, um, thicker bodies are now in... But then it's almost swing so far now <laughs> that people are getting butt implants and um, like hip and like fake hip implants. So it's almost swing so far that people that don't have natural curves, like no matter how many squats I do, I'm never gonna have big hips. Like, yeah. and so um, like a lot of these fashion brands like Fashion Nova, they only share girls with like tiny waists, like and big hips. And so that's still not like a um a reachable like a very reachable body image. And so the pendulum sometimes like swings like yeah. stick figures and then now like tiny waists and big butts and so it's like when can we just have Diet, like, I think there are a lot of brands. Like, Aerie is a brand that really embraces, like, all body types and just gives a space for everybody. And um, I like I like brands that are embracing that. Like, Selena Gomez, she just came out with Rare Beauty, which is a whole makeup line that's just about being, like, uniquely you and embracing your flaws and things like that. And I love when that's kind of more of the conversation than like being a certain way or or anything like that you know i agree i don't know i'm going off
Our next topic in fashion here is just a quick one. Um, we'll bloop it up on the screen right here. But yeah, LeBron was, um, they, they took some photos of him in the Grateful Dead Chinatown Market um, capsule collab. I think it was a collaboration actually. Um, I mean, this is this is my world. Like I, I love streetwear. I'm not as up to date on it anymore. Kind of the same with hip hop. I just, you know, I used to, read the blogs like like a madman when I was in middle school and high school but Chinatown Market is a brand that I'm a huge fan of um, and it was just cool to see LeBron rocking this you know with the little Grateful Dead bears I forget what they're called um, and the cool thing about Chinatown Market for most of our audience they probably have no idea but they are pretty affordable so it's like really and they're made in Los Angeles they're made in America so yeah, That's it's funny because really cool. they're called Chinatown, so you're, people think it has something to do with China. It has, it has nothing to do with China. It's it's like based on. Um, Can you kind of explain their like clothing real quick? Yeah, I mean, like their designs. I don't want to. If if Mike Shermaine of Chinatown Market ever watched this, I don't want to like misspeak on your brand, but <laughs> I've heard him say in interviews basically like that he wanted to make a brand. He's made several brands and he's been really successful, actually. He made a really cool brand, so he got hit by, so he, he was uh, living in New York, and he was into running, and he got like some, like hurt really bad like a, in a car accident, running at night, because the car didn't see him. And so he started a brand um, of like running reflective gear. This was like 10 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know if you remember when that, that was like kind of a newer thing, he, he had a brand of that. Um, let me look up what the name it is, but yeah, Mike Shermaine, um, is now he runs Chinatown Market um, and Chinatown Market is basically just a brand based off of Chinatown culture like in the and markets that are in Chinatown you know because um, I think almost every big city has a Chinatown I don't know if we have one in St. Louis though I don't think we do do we? I don't think so but Chicago yeah. has one. Chicago does, New York, LA, uh, San Francisco and so they have these markets and oftentimes they're like bootleg, like they'll have fake Gucci or, you know, just kind of like, but the Gucci logo is like the wrong way or whatever. So that's how he, when he started Chinatown Market, that was what a, a lot of it was, was like brand uh, logo ripoffs and stuff like that. Um, and he still does that, but he just, I mean, he has fun with his brand. And yeah, so the old, <clears throat> excuse me, the old brand was ICNY. Um, and so he founded that. Looks like 2015 is when he's doing it, but I like that a lot of these celebrities are like embracing streetwear. Like LeBron can obviously afford Gucci and stuff, but he yeah. chooses to like support a company that we can actually afford, which is super dope. And then also like um, Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber are starting to wear streetwear. Well, I mean they've always worn streetwear, yeah. and. It's, so it's really cool that more celebrities are embracing. I just love that like things that, that we can actually LeBron. Afford. Like I, I don't I don't watch celebrity news or anything, but like I don't I don't know if a lot of celebrities are wearing Chinatown Market. I mean that I don't makes know. one of us. <laughs> I just, watch a little too much celebrity news. <laughs> he gets and, so uh, I think he gets a little annoyed by. Uh, yeah, I mean I just don't care about by it. By me, I'm always like, oh my gosh, this happened. So this like, happened. if you look here. Um, this is the shirt he's wearing. I mean, literally <laughs> everything is sold out in Chinatown Market right now. But this shirt 
is 45 bucks. More expensive, like right, it's more expensive than Target or a Walmart shirt, but like for a cool collaboration with a brand that's made in LA, they could sell that shirt for three times that price and they would, they would sell out. But they, they, they keep it really- Especially now that LeBron wore it. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, they got the LeBron co-sign, right. And like, it's for me, it's really the only streetwear band I buy anymore. I mean, I bought you a Supreme bag a while for last Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever bought anything. If we had more money. I buy Quiet Life in Chinatown Market. If we had more money, we would spend more money in streetwear. Yeah, because I, I like supporting it. I mean, I don't know. It's become a weird thing. Like you said, you know, celebrities wear streetwear and stuff. And I don't know. It's I'm not really into the culture as much anymore. But there's like a sentiment in people who are sneaker heads and have been into streetwear for like 10, 15 years. Like, there's a sentiment in some of them where it's like, oh, you guys didn't, you guys didn't put in the work. You guys don't really know it's good. And it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. That's just a sentiment that I, that I see. But we do like to support our local, um, yeah. Swede Life in St. Louis. Yeah. We all like go there and get Sam. Like, Cause Sam he's, he, he is like into the culture and he does community events and he does collaborations with local artists, local photographers. And if you go to Zoomies, they don't do jack shit like that. They're not doing anything for well, our community. The cool thing for me, so, the cool thing for me to go to Sweet Life is like, I'm not like, I don't have time to research like what's cool and what's like not cool anymore. Um, but I know if I go to Seth's shop, like he's gonna only have this like the cool stuff, you know. So he yeah. kind of like he's almost like your stylist in a weird way. Like he. Like, he does the research, he's super into this and obsessed with it, and like, you can work your nine to five and not have to like, dive so yes, deep, yes. and we can just go there, and he's got and the new, he's got all right. the new stuff. And that's the thing that I don't stuff. like, it's like, oh, just because I don't know everything that's going on with Chinatown Market, does that make me a faker for wearing it? It's like, no, isn't it good that we're all supporting the culture? I don't know, that's my opinion. But, yeah, so that, I mean, that's, uh, I, I love that picture of LeBron. We'll bloop it up. <laughs> um, Next segment is our pop culture segment. I'm sure that's. I feel what... like everything has been pop culture almost so far. Yeah, I mean this is this kind of is, yeah. a little bit of a pop culture show, except when we're interviewing people. But a lot of those people are probably. Um, they probably pop the be... culture sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so. Bad joke. <laughs> So I recently bought uh, Selena Gomez's new makeup line, Rare Beauty, and dang, dang. this brings me to the subject of all of these celebrities putting their name on um, products and selling it. Do we feel like it's a total cash grab? Are we sick of celebrities? Like so many celebrities have came out with, I know you're not like in the makeup world, so you have no idea, but like... Oh, I'm down with it. <laughs> so many celebrities have I'm came out with makeup lines, like, and it's you know how like when we were in high school or junior high or whatever, like all celebrities had their own perfume. You know that was like the thing. Yeah. Or maybe I don't know. If guys yeah, they, did I think cologne. they still have that. Like Johnny they, Depp has a cologne. And, yeah. yeah. So now instead of just perfume, celebrities are doing makeup and they're doing yeah. hair products and like they're just totally who doing- Who was the woman who did like my private part selling, smelling candle? Didn't somebody do that? 
yeah. Um, Private part. I can't believe I just said that The goop lady. <laughs> Whatever. What's her name? But, um, so basically, Shaney, I mean, you, you asked me about this topic before, and I sat there, and I was like, man, oh, this is a complicated, yeah. complicated, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow? But it's a complicated topic, so basically we're we're kind of wanted to discuss like, what do you think about in, in celebrities and influencers, inter, you know, internet personalities, um, coming out with their own brand of things, I guess, versus doing like a sponsored mm-hmm. post or a collaboration with an existing established brand, right? not even an established brand it could be a startup too right yeah or just them putting their name on it like on everything like the ace family made their own juice recently i mean i think they're under a larger umbrella company the ace family it's just a youtube family oh Um, me too i'm I'm in youtube family (laughs) we're a youtube family now (laughs) we're a youtube the uh for me so we could talk about we could use an example or we could talk hypothetically like Let's say that I get 100,000 followers and I'm getting offers to do sponsored posts, collaborations, and even probably companies are going, hey, we'll do, a, you know, we'll do this like private label thing and you slap your name on it and it's Sam Hake protein powder, right? Um, it has, yeah, whatever. And so let's say they're doing that, right? It's like, I, I can imagine, I don't know what goes on in the life of Travis Scott, Rihanna, whoever, but like, I can, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and make that choice, right? Because they have their whole career, they're extremely busy, they need 10 assistants just to get through their day, and it's like, okay, do I take the time and effort to start my own company and do it the right way and employ people and treat my employees, my customers, my clients, my distributors, my suppliers, whatever, do I treat them all well and do really solid business that is a full-time job when you have 10 other things going on it's a full-time job itself exactly on the other hand you can maybe kind of spend some time to research which companies you believe in and morally ethically and then do a collaboration with them uh do a sponsored post by them and just get paid for that and you're promoting their brand you're bringing their business i think that's also good and then there's kind of the other side of it where i guess it really just comes down to like are you doing it with a good intention are you doing your due diligence or are you just doing a quick cash grab? Yeah. Cause so, I see that all the time with supplements. Mm-hmm. People do supplement brands. I literally got an ad on my Instagram for <laughs> this brand that just, that does that. They're like, Oh, we have these white label products that are unbranded and we'll just put your logo on them and it's really cheap. And we set up shipping and everything for you and they're great supplements. But it's like, that means that all these fitness influencers are selling you the same supplement just with their name on it. And that to me is like, it's a little odd, you know, it's, it's like, okay, yeah, I get so it. That's but. where I stand too. It's like, for example, Selena Gomez came up, came out with this makeup line and everyone was like, Oh, another celebrity's makeup line. But she like, yes, I don't care whether they work with another company, like, um, like if they work under Morphe, that's a big makeup brand to do their collab, or if they have their own business, what I care about is either way you do it, make sure that you're bringing something innovative to the table and that you're bringing your, you're putting your heart and your passion into it. Like if you're only going into makeup because you just want a check, 
then that's like you're not doing it for the right reason. So um, Selena Gomez, her recent makeup line, like she really thought it out. Like she's got so many products all launched at the same time. She, um, the whole marketing behind it, like I'm, I work in marketing, so that's like really important to me is like the message and the story and the emotion that I, like before I decide to buy something, I have to like be like, okay, what's great about this? And she really came into the space marketing it as like this makeup that's not supposed to just cover up you, but it's supposed to like embrace who you are and your imperfections and everything. So it's very like light wearable makeup, which I yeah, like. It gives you zits and like something like that. <laughs> um, it's not like super heavy makeup. It's very natural. It's like, oh, this makeup's gonna like give you wrinkles and big pores, right? <laughs> no, natural it's look. super just- I always thought that was funny that there's a natural, like I- A no makeup makeup natty. look. Natty or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Do you know, yeah. No, I've. Fitness, like you know, there's everyone does steroids, bodybuilders. They, like people, there's like viral videos. They're not viral. It's like a trend to do like, oh, Shani Alexis, is she natty or not? I mean, they do it more for guys, because it get like and they'll and they'll literally like one man. <laughs> it's actually really funny to think about. One man will like break down someone's physique progress over the years and be like. Well, when he was 14, he had pretty good looking traps. So, I mean, it does make sense. You is know? it genetics or, yeah. No, like they literally, they look at their mom, if they find a picture of their mom or dad, they're like, well, you see the mom has great quads in this picture of her when in her 20s. And you're if like, you can't tell, two? Sam has gone through, gone down the rabbit hole of the fitness industry <laughs> and bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, <laughs> Lady... Lady Gaga came out with a makeup line and she really didn't talk about it. She didn't, it was just, it seemed like she just put her name on it and really had nothing to do with it where I feel like Selena has. And you think that's wrong that what Lady Gaga did? It's not like I, I love Lady Gaga, so I'm not going to like hate like, on her, but I'm like not going to buy it. I'm just not going to buy it. Yeah, it's, that's all right. It's, but like, um, don't you think some people, it might benefit some customers just to, even if the makeup is the same as the generic brand, it's like they feel that they're part of the Lady Gaga movement and they're supporting her. Like that has some benefit to them. Yeah. Kind um, of to play the other side. But of I, the would, nuance, right? I would, <laughs> yeah, um, just, I would, yeah, I can see that. I mean, nuance, right? girl, get your bag. Like you're a businesswoman at the end of the day like i'm i'm all for people running their business and having multiple sources of income so i see that side of it but the other side is like if you are starting a business you should put your heart into it and it shouldn't just be a like whim you know you should really like selena her whole component is like a new it's like a new shape like and a yeah. lot of people will use the same shape that they buy from Alibaba. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's different. I I, she made sure there was a bunch of shades that match all colors. Like, she just really thought about all the details of the line, which I yeah. think is important. If you're going to come into the makeup space and want to be part of the community, and then you need to, like, really dive into, like, learning about makeup as well which i feel like she did yeah but i, I don't know anything about makeup i mean <laughs> yeah um I, I just think it's like it's 
it's difficult to really understand the position that they're in and say, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and what is the end goal? Like, what are we aiming for? Benefit of just people being happy, people making money, people losing money. Like what's like the greater good, you know, at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it's a very complex issue. I mean, I don't think either of us have a side on it. Like strong side, like, Oh, they should. I mean, I don't know. I don't, Yeah. the more I think about it, I just don't. I mean, my, I, if I'm going to put my name on anything, I would want it to be something that I put my heart into and really thought out. But at the same time, I get that like real life happens and, Sometimes, you know, you're probably offered a certain contract that doesn't give you that, like, freedom to yeah. do that. And I guess if you're that big name of a person, you can kind of make those calls, though. Like, you can ask, negotiate and ask for more um, creative freedom yeah. to do what you want with the products. But Yeah. Now we're going to go into our last topic, which is psychology, self-improvement. Sam was a psychology major, so he's kind of interested still in psych. And then I um, have always been interested in psych. It was actually my first major in college before I switched to I feel to like journalism. on our first date, we kind of talked about psychology and And astrology and personality types. Oh, yeah, astrology. Yeah, that, it is, that is the same realm Mm -hmm. it's personality types it is but we're both really into we're not like super (laughs) it makes us sound like we're like self-help we don't we didn't we didn't read this actual we didn't read the actual study the actual article but we like this kind of stuff yeah we're not scientists but um, we like it we want this segment to also be um (laughs) why do you do that (sighs) um we want this segment to also be about like self-improvement and things that we learn along the way um, that have helped us grow. And we're yeah. both really into just self-improvement every day, pretty much. So um, look out for those in our podcast. Um, the I found this article and I was like, can we make this the psychology article, Sammy? And he was like, sure, baby. <laughs> Anything you want, sweet cheeks. Yeah. Um, but like you said, we didn't like research this or look at the sources really. It's just a fun topic. Dogs may boost your immune system. What do you think about that? It's funny because you have kind of joked about this before. <laughs> this is why it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I like am always like when people are talking about um, that virus that's really popular right now. <laughs> and like killing the world um I'll be like yeah I think I'm, I've got a, I think I've got a strong immune system because Layla always kisses me on the face and you know <laughs> she's like licking floors all the time and yeah uh, so th- this this article in psychology today is where I think we found it or no it's riverporter.com basically said that University of Arizona in conjunction with the Humane Society of Southern Arizona uh, did a study that suggests that dogs are cleaner than humans. Um, so the referring to the bacteria in their mouths. <laughs> um, and that the bacteria in their mouths <laughs> might boost our immune systems, which is very interesting. So, And it, it says this, 
surprise, your canine is not only your best friend, but also your lifelong probiotic. Living with and having a lovingly healthy relationship with your canine is as helpful as consuming yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's making generalizations, yeah. obviously, but um, <laughs> I like I seriously think that my dog, not just talking about my immune system, as in building healthy bacteria, which totally could be the case, but my dog has made me live such a healthier life, being like my companion and like sh helping me deal with stress and. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that, that side I don't personally know a lot about, and like the scientist in me is, is getting bothered by the way that they're talking about it. They're just saying, this study proved that dogs are cleaner than humans. It's like, okay. I have heard that like all my but life. But no though. one study can prove something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it can suggest that. And I mean, yes. This is the part that I like is what you're referring to is the well-being, right? The emotional. Yeah, but also back to that. <laughs> Guys, nuanced topic here, as you can tell. Bear with us. We are getting used to this like podcast dynamic, and it's like, am I talking to you or am I talking to the camera? Sammy has a hurt foot. He hurt himself today. So Skateboarding. He's in, he's in pain, but um, like it is kind of crazy to think. Like if you think back to the 1800s, we didn't even understand germs. So sometimes I think about like, yeah. what are the things that we don't know yet? You know? Yeah. And like that we're gonna find out. And it's like there's so many things that probably and I mean, we can't this is a nuanced topic. Dogs are also extremely gross and they like eat their own poop. And so like obviously if a dog eats their own poop and licks your face, is that healthy? I don't know. Maybe that's what's it's saying, is it like introduces you to very small like increments of things to help you build your immune system. But yeah. I do know being a clean freak is not good for your immune system. If you're constantly washing your hands yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, because your, your body, yeah, yeah. But it's all so, fair. So I took a class called, like, I, don't, I probably told you about it before, but it's called Positive Psychology, the Psychology of Happiness mm -hmm. in college. And it was, it was like a new class, and it was this guy, professor, younger guy. It was one of the coolest classes I ever had. And I, I'm pretty sure this is, that's where I heard about this one study where they literally just had like physiological monitoring systems on people. So measuring blood pressure, cortisol, perspiration, like certain biological markers of stress and you know, those negative emotions. And they measured them in some way, petting dogs or with another neutral stimulus, I guess. Um, and this is the part that I do remember hearing say about where they had lower levels of blood pressure increased outlook of subjective mental positivity, calmer, lower heart rate, lower resting heart rate, less stress. When they refer to less stress, cortisol is pretty much how everybody measures stress. And like I said, perspiration, heart rate, blood pressure, things like that. But that is a very real thing, I, I believe, because I've seen the research about this. And then when I got Dylan, my dog, and this is again something I think we bonded about like early in our relationship was- It's weird because we it, both went through some really big like struggles in our life around the same time yeah and we both got our dogs around the exact same time but we didn't know each other yet at all and then we met each other like two years later and like the first time we met we brought our dogs and it's so weird that they're like a part of us and like a part yeah. of our family yeah we're dog lovers yeah 
I want to. I think we should make a video just talking about that because it's I. There's so many re like I've been thinking lately just about how I have to walk him mm-hmm. three times a day, you know, and that the fact that I have to do that and I get to do that and it's like a reason for walking and he's all happy like that just brings so much benefit to me. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that like every morning I wake up and he's like they're stretching and they're all hyped, you know, they're ready to go outside like it's fun. So and um, I like one thing I love like. I love 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 about dogs is you can be having the crappiest day everything can be going wrong yeah. and that dog is still gonna greet you like you are yeah. the best thing they've ever seen in their life yes. it's like you <laughs> like I could be gone for two minutes and Layla still greets me like oh yeah oh, well that's that's what I'm like I remember somebody said this on, I, I heard someone else say it I, and it, I don't know but like I could go to work and lose out on a hundred thousand dollar deal and you know get fired let's say you know and crash my car and miss my rent payment and just have the worst day let's ever let's knock on wood yeah this day's never happened but have, not. Have, the, have the have the worst day ever and like you said you, I come home dilly like, hey or have the best day ever you come I come home you know doesn't matter and they take they your love mind you. off of it. Yeah, and the way they look you in the... I mean, it's a beautiful thing. So, we'll link... We should, we're going to link story. to all these, right? Get a dog. Yeah, so we'll... In the YouTube description, I think we'll link to this article. You can kind of read it yourself um, and check it out. But, um, yeah, that's... Those are all the topics we had, right? I mean, mm-hmm. anything you want to say to wrap up here? Um, just let us know in... I don't know. Do podcasts have comment sections? If, on YouTube, so, right? we will, and they have review sections. But um, review our podcast, yeah, and we'll get it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, hopefully. Unless you didn't like it, then just don't review. <laughs> <laughs> One of our favorite comedians. Shout out to Max Price. Oh, he says, <laughs> yeah. Um, says that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you had a great time, let us know. If you didn't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on YouTube, uh, leave a comment and let us know. Let us know if there are any articles you want us to cover for one of these trending topics. We yeah, talk about fun. yeah, it was fun. Tech, music, health, fashion, pop culture, and psychology slash self improvement. So if there's anything you have ideas for us to talk about, um, it's gonna get better. We promise. We're just kind of getting used to this whole like recording ourselves talking and like this whole dynamic of a podcast. But yeah, we're really excited. So stay tuned, please. Thanks for watching. Hi. I think the electric trucks are viable because of the the long term. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to act like this is my first time ever hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 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 I'm like,